Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. Today, we have Brother Julian Estrada with us once again. Brother Julian! Hello, everybody. And this is week six, Julian. Wow. Every week. In fact, when we started this, I I was toying with bi-weekly, one week, two week, uh, just because I didn't want to feel, I guess, trapped by our own uh, commitment. Uh, But it's actually been pretty good. But I got to admit something. This week was the first time that it snuck up on me to the point where I was completely not ready. Uh Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think we talked about preparation in the last podcast. Yes, we did. (laughs) Uh, We talked about preparation a lot and I did not prepare for the podcast. In fact, thank God for people that can step in at the last minute. Julian, (laughs) because I called you and you were luckily available. But we do have nothing else going on today, I guess. Just kidding. Uh, No, I think you just you you were kind enough to to make this a priority. Just finished an oil change in my wife's car. (laughs) I just heard about someone that had an oil change and they did something on the tires and forgot the lug nuts and the tire flew off. Oh, for uh, I think I tied everything down. I should be good. Like it just (laughs) happened. Like like thirty minutes ago, someone in the (laughs) church they just called me and was telling me. That's really. I'm not going to tell who it is, but uh, yeah, if, it if, wasn't me, <laughs> and it wasn't me, believe it or not. Uh, that's funny, uh, but yeah. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about an, a little bit different topic than normal because normally we're we're going to talk Sunday school and what we did last week, but last week was very different at our church, and we're going to go into that um, as to. Uh, how how the occasional Sunday that you don't have Sunday school can still be beneficial to your uh, bus kids and even the you know church kids and everybody else. So it's yes. not a a bye week. It's not a pass week. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about the importance of tying in, especially your bus kids, into all the church activities more than just Sunday morning. We've said that uh, Sunday morning relationship with these kids is not enough. For them to become what God wants them to be. I mean, there's there's some that I mean I'm, I'm not putting limits on God. I promise. But there's there's uh, the let's just say the statistics say that the more a a person is tied to church in more ways than Sunday school alone, the the odds are much higher than that they're going to do uh, that they're going to do uh, be successful in yeah. living for God. The two hours on the bus alone, well, the pickup, the Sunday school, yep. the ride home is not enough. It's, it's not enough. You could do a lot more than that. Not enough, especially when you compare it to the rest of their week. Yes. And we're going to go into this, but as the kids get older, they start having other commitments and other things that start to draw on them. And at first, you know, when they're five years old, we're not competing with a whole lot, right? Except right. cartoons. Yep. Uh, but but when they get older, they got a lot that they got to choose between. We got to make that choice a lot harder. <clears throat> so yep. it really has bothered me, Brother Julian, about... The fact that it seems like a lot of churches, and I'm not, I'm not picking on anybody in particular. I'm just kind of throwing that out as a general concept. A lot of churches seem to be okay with the fact that kids come. Maybe they're five, six, eight years old, and they're, they're, they love Sunday school. 10, 12, then 13, they start missing. 14, 15, 16, they disappear, and we never see them again. And... I'm not saying that, that that I've seen churches that are okay with that necessarily, but it seems like that's the pattern, and we really don't. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah, but yeah. you know, and when God's ready to touch them when they're 37 years old, and they know what kind of church, and that's true. But I I think we're missing out on a big opportunity with these kids. Yeah, I really gotta, do. Sometimes we got to learn how to put in those hooks, even when they're young, mm. like the five, six, seven, eight. You know, there's plenty of activities they can get involved in. We don't have to wait until they come back after they're 18 and. They're in a hard time, you know, and yep. then they come back running for help. Instead, they avoid that. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. My, my dad, um, Pastor or Bishop no, Larry Booker, tells a story of a, of a man that was fishing. And he was fishing with a pastor. And the pastor was catching fish. And he'd take a picture of the fish and he'd throw it back in the water. Well, this guy, every time he caught a fish, he'd catch it and he'd throw it in his ice chest. And so um, the, the pastor was trying to win this man to God. <clears throat> and so he's witnessing to him the whole time. And again, over and over, <clears throat> pastor would catch, take a picture, throw it back. This guy would catch it, <laughs> throw it in the ice chest. Finally, at the end of the day, the guy that the pastor was trying to win, he said, Pastor, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me to your church. He said, but I don't want to end up like those fish. He said, I think you're going to try to reel me in, take a picture, put me on Instagram, and throw me back and go for the next one. He said, I, I want to go to a church that really cares about me. I... 
Ooh, heavy. <laughs> it is heavy. It's but it's it, true. It, and I've I've I've. I've, I've been scared that, that we've been guilty sometimes, and, and not of doing that, but of taking uh, you know, that, that excitement of someone getting the Holy Ghost, and we're, we really are genuinely excited. And I'll say, okay, who's the next one? Right. Instead of now, this kid has the Holy Ghost. Now there's a whole new something that we have to do. Right. And like Brother Tyler Hodge talked about at that seminar, and if you haven't seen this um, uh, video, it's about discipleship. Yep. Is discipleship is never ending. There's not a goal that we're trying to get them through. We're not trying to get them through repentance, baptism in Jesus name, receive the Holy ghost and a Bible study. That's not the end of it. Discipleship is until they're replacing us. We're not done. Exactly. So it's not a, it's not a destination. It's a direction. I think is how he said it. That was really good. So we got to make the choice that these kids have to make when it comes to all the things that are pulling on them. And what we and God have to offer them, we got to make that choice a lot more difficult. Because I think sometimes we just make it too easy. They got to choose between hot Cheetos and prom, <laughs> or, <laughs> right, some, yeah. or something, you know, yeah. or, or a job, or or sports, or something like that. These things that genuinely do pull on these kids. Yep. And sometimes we're like, well, yeah, you know, we'll give you a, a snicker if you come to church. <laughs> like that, that's not enough. Okay. So yeah, we got to find what what's going to seep those hooks in deep, not just deep. Yep. You know, so. Yep. Absolutely. Um, they're going to be making their own decisions pretty quick. Like we already said about career, about relationships. Yeah. They start getting boyfriends and girlfriends and they start pulling on them. And if they're not coming on the bus as well, that decision became a whole lot harder what they're going to do with their weekend. Yeah. Um, and now <clears throat> they got a choice between all that and one hour of Sunday school. So how do we make that equation more difficult. How do we make that teeter-totter of, of what we offer versus what the world has to offer more difficult? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Today. Yeah. Then I think we got a few things that are pretty good. I, I, I do too. <laughs> so. And of course we have the ultimate trump card. We have God. We know that, but I, I, I you, you, we have to humanize it a little bit. We got to you know, make this relational yeah. with these kids. So they have unsafe friends. I'm going to go through just a list of the things they might do, deal with unsafe friends that are pulling against them. Sports, family, girlfriends, jobs. Some of them have uh, higher levels of, of schooling, uh, career choices. Some of them are going to have maybe even starting to deal with addictions and other things uh, that they're starting to pull in on them. Of course, they got media, they got entertainment, they got their cell phones, they got all this crazy stuff pulling on them. And uh, we have to figure out how to balance the books. Um, we don't have the, all the answers. Um, but we know that, that this is the key word. I think it's going to, we're going to come back to all over and over is connections, Yeah, connections with these kids, making it more than a one hour, one time a week connection yep. to Jesus, to the church and to us. Yeah. I've heard Ken Baglin say that he's never won anybody to God until he won them to himself first. Yeah. He became their friend. And then he was able to take him to Jesus. Yeah. That's and that's awesome. so good. I think a lot of people are trying to bypass that whole relationship. <laughs> and and sometimes don't. that's hard because we have little kids and how to be friends with little kids. Yeah, that's a good point. Still, you know, but I believe like there's ways to still handle that too. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that we're not skipping any of the foundation before we go into the nuts and bolts here. Uh, let's see. Now, I'm not downplaying Sunday school. I'm not downplaying Sunday school uh, and, and bus ministry. I, I, I think that's clear. I know you know that, Julian. Right. And anybody yeah. out there that's listening, maybe with a, for, the, for the first time, if you think that we don't have a heart for Sunday school and bus ministry, you're crazy. Yeah. Because absolutely. that is like our, our, our baby. That's our bread and butter. That's what we think about most of the time. Yeah. Um, so I'm not downplaying the importance of that. And that's a great place to start. But I think that's really, that, that maybe what it is is a place to start reaching into these homes and to these kids and even even and this is going to sound maybe heretical them getting the holy ghost is a starting point this isn't the end all right you know i it's not like they got the holy ghost let's let's go to the next one let's throw that fish back no 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 no. we just this is the beginning yeah this is the infancy so more connections, tie them into the church in every way possible. And Brother Julian, the reason I thought you would be such a great fit for this topic 
is because you and your wife have done an incredible job of making connections with people that you pick up. They're not just passengers. They're not just um, a number. Yeah. Um, they're not just uh, a a even 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 a, a good rider on your bus. They're 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 a lot more than that. And I've seen that between Ruby and uh, sorry Ruben and, and Gabby yeah. and and Leah yeah. and uh, yeah. and, all, and we're gonna go into really the, we're gonna go into the one about Chris when he called you out of the blue because you guys had made a relationship with him. Chris Ramirez, remember? Oh yeah. <clears throat> out of the uh-huh. blue. I'm, we're gonna talk about this, but this is a boy that hadn't even talked to you guys for how many years? It was a few. Yeah. A few years. Probably at least two or three years. Yeah. And he never forgot, never forgot the relationships because he came to your home. He spent time with you guys, spent time with your kids. You guys bonded. And when he was able to, he called you and said, Hey, can I come over please? Absolutely. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to talk about now the whole family's coming back. Yeah. You know, and I'll be honest who, out of me and Kim, Kim was the one that was much more better at this than me. And it wasn't that I didn't have a heart. She knew how to handle it better. She had that more motherly, you know, feel. And, you know, and so she, a lot of these, you know, I... You know, I, let, I said let's go know. into that story later. Let's go into it now. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So um, we're going we're gonna to just leave some names out here uh, as far as last names. So we're just going to be as generic as we can. But there's a family that we pick up. Um, many years ago we started picking them up and there, there's there were there were some family relationship issues going on um but you guys really uh started helping out some of these kids yeah. and it's a family of, of eight eight kids now it's grown yeah, i think there's eight or nine, there's nine now, now it's yeah. huge but yeah and, and kim kind of just you know there's a boy he's about our son's age and you know he may be a year or two older than that than aiden but he uh we just started like, hey, you want to come over? And the other ones were kind of shy, and they said no, they didn't want to. But Chris, he kind of had a little connection with Aiden, and he was like, yeah, I'll come over. And and I remember it was just basically just hanging out and eating pizza and letting them run around the house and be crazy, you know. And and, and Kim kind of was just called the mom and talked to him to see how you're doing, you know. And like obviously, and Kim talked a lot to the mom too, and she was just you know, go over to the house and see how they're doing and stuff. And it was rough. I know. And, you know, I, I think there's a lot of things that are just going on, you know, but Kim would go and whatever it may be, um, get, I remember one of the things she really loved to do was she'll grab like three or four pizzas from little Caesars and just drop it off at the house. No call before just a surprise. Hey, here you go. And the kids loved it every time. And we kind of knew they would be there no matter what, you know, they weren't, with a family of eight, you're not traveling much. So can we just go and surprise them? Hey, you got pizza. And they would love it. You know, some of them, you know, sometimes you think all the kids would be like your reaction. You would expect like, oh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for this pizza. Blah, blah. Sometimes they may be like, thanks and run off. And you just got to be happy with that. You know, and Kim is happy with that. She doesn't expect anything else. But, um, and then, you know, obviously things happened with the family. Kids got into foster care. They started getting, in, you know, there was that separation and, you know, the mom calls all the time. Basically, one, she's kind of asking for prayer and just like, you know, trying to get help because sometimes you just need 20 bucks or whatever it may be, you know. Um, and Kim would do that for them. But the moment uh, the kids were available and they were back home, they were calling us, come pick me up. I want to come to Sunday school. I want to come back. And, you know, and it, it may be just because of that connection. And I remember when. Uh, Kim had the opportunity to go and get one of the kids and brought him to a Bible quizzing tournament. He just wanted to come and hang out, so he came to the Bible quizzing tournament that was going here on Rialto, and he just sat there and played on his phone and watched the kids play, and he run around and stuff, but he was just happy to be here again, you know, and Kim made that connection. But she does that not just with that family. She does it. She keeps herself very busy with that. Well, you're, you're, you're being very generous. Your wife is incredible at this, but you are as well. It's not just, it's not, it's, yes, your wife is integral to this, but but you're a key part of this as well, Julian. I've I've watched you connect with them outside of the the bus ministry. And that is what is going to make the difference. Yeah. That relationship is going to change everything. You know, and I'm happy to say that. So we've been running the Colton route for a year and a half now, basically. 
there's some that have been coming ever since and now they're becoming more independent they're going to their own bible studies they're inviting people to church they're you know and that there's a few people they're adults that ride on the bus i think at first i think i was the only one who was bringing adults at that time anyway and uh what's funny is so brother ruben you know it was one of the families i met and when i met him he uh he didn't like me. <laughs> he didn't like me very much because when I walked up, I had my crazy coat on that has all the different stuff on. Him and his girlfriend, well, him, the wife, girlfriend, him and Gabby, they were fighting. I didn't know that. They were outside. They were arguing about something. They were on the verge of breaking up. They were on the verge of... Uh, he was. He said I, I was on the verge of going out and doing what I normally do, which involved a lot of drugs and everything. And I came up with a balloon pump. And I'm, I, I remember I was blowing them up with my mouth. I'm making all these balloon animals. I'm being loud and basically, he said I was annoying. Like he was like, <laughs> he was like, you know what? He goes, when I first met you, I had nothing nice to say to you. So I walked away. I was like, I remember that. And he's like, yeah, I had nothing nice to say. So I just walked away. And I remember Gabby was just like, yeah, we'll be at church. I was like, okay, cool. And I'll, I'll let me get you guys' numbers and stuff. and. They, they didn't come the, the Sunday right after, the day after, but they did come the following week. And they've been coming ever since. And then eventually they got the Holy Ghost and they've been baptized and they're still. And you know what's cool is uh, Gabby just went up to Pastor on Sunday and was like, Pastor, I want to tell you, this is my church. I love this place. I'm, like, Pastor was like, it was so beautiful. He was like, it was the most loving thing. <laughs> you know, he, she just poured her heart out to him. <clears throat> but um, yeah. And, but it's just making that connection. Me, Ruben, he calls me all the time. You know, he texts me, and I'll invite him to Bible studies. We have our own personal Bible study that we do also. And I know if they ever need anything, like, we'll take yeah. food to them. <clears throat> and if they're sick, just send them food and stuff like that. So Yeah, you got to break that barrier of bus worker, bus rider, to this is now a friend yeah. of our family. And if you can do that, if you can make yourself vulnerable, it's unbelievable what can happen. Um, like going back to Chris, two years passed, something like that, a year and a half, two years, and you hadn't even seen him. Yeah. I, it must have been a, about a year and a half. Yeah, it was a long time. Out of the blue, he not only still knows you, he still has your phone number. Yeah. And he calls you and just says, please, I need, I need to come hang out. Yeah. I, I just, I want to I come yeah. back. And since that phone call, their whole family's coming back again. And plus some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they're all coming back because of a relationship that you guys made with him. Yeah. Now, that's just so cool. It, you know what, though? I don't want to jump ahead, but last Sunday was a lot with that connection of from the past pre-COVID that Kim, made, Kim and myself made with families. I don't know if you want to get into that now, but... I don't think there's necessarily an order. So let me just describe what happened last Sunday. So um, every time that there's five Sundays in a single month, um, then we call it family day. And so we'll do a big event at our church. This is our first one since COVID. um, And we actually didn't blow it up, meaning that we didn't heavily market it. We didn't do heavy outreach for it just because we were trying to not, not downplay it, but just keep it, um, just try to get our feet under us doing a family day again before we just really blew the doors off. Well, the doors got blown off anyway. It was yeah, it huge. Yeah, it was. We had over 700 people here. Wow. It was, it was just insane. Yeah. The, they fed over 500 people, I think. There was, I mean, it was just wild. We had 700 people here. That's I know it was full. That's but what my dad told me. I, this is between Spanish and oh, okay. here, but all on the yeah. same campus. Wow. And and then uh, West Covina was here, Redlands yeah. was here. Wow. So it was huge. You know, we had a lot of people here. Riverside, not Redlands. Riverside. I, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's Riverside right. and West yeah. Covina. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so the, the format is much different. Typically, we have a Sunday morning service at 10 a.m. and then a Sunday night at 6.30 p.m. But on this one special time, uh, I guess there's four of these a year, we'll do a single service at 1.30 p.m. followed by... Uh, just activities and fun this time we had water slide a food food for everybody um, just a real big fun event basketball volleyball yeah um, hang out and make connections, connections. that's <laughs> what it's all about yep. um, and so we don't do it often but when we do I, I remember years ago 
And, and I don't think it's happening anymore. It sure didn't look like it based on the number of people that were here. Yeah. But some of the people in the church didn't understand the concept of what Family Day was all about. They thought this is a single service, so now let's have service, eat, and let's go to Disneyland. Yeah. Seriously. They'd all leave. Remember. And, go. and I yeah. remember my dad getting up, and he was not happy. Yeah. And, and he, you know, my dad's a very nice guy, but he's, he's like... He, Okay, let's understand what Family Day is all about. It's not about you, and it's not about you going and having a good time. It's not just having a single service for the sake of of not doing you know of two services or too much. That's not what it's about. It's about taking people that normally would be in a service environment that we don't get to connect with, and we're going to take them. We're still having rock and service, and it always it is was. a great service. Yep. Then we go out and we meet them in a totally different setting. Now it's not in service. Now it's in front of a plate of tacos. Yep. <laughs> uh, now it's on a volleyball court. Now it's playing basketball. Now it's around a water slide uh, for the kids. You know, yeah. adults typically <laughs> go on the water there slide. There was young adults on that. <laughs> Probably. <So. laughs> um, but you make a connection with people in that setting that you never would make in, in a typical service setting generally. Um, and so uh, let, let's go back to what, what you were going to say yes. now that they know what a family day so is. with us knowing that we were doing a family day. So we had no Sunday school. No Sunday school. Okay. We weren't running the buses. and uh, But I still encouraged all the bus workers, invite everyone. But this is a Sunday where we could invite families. Like you could, It's more of a... Cause I know sometimes I start talking to some of the parents about God or the Holy Ghost and stuff like that. They put up walls and they 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 become more like no 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 thank you like not now I'm not ready. But if you say hey we're gonna have a Sunday and we're gonna have taco beans and rice we're gonna have a water slide they're just like okay like I'll come I'll come to that. So I was telling them invite everyone and so um, so when, when we, we don't run our buses let, let me just throw this in there maybe you're wondering why we don't run our not you Julian right, but if yeah, someone yeah, listening yeah. might wonder why we don't run our buses well when, when you have you know 600 plus people on the property there is no way you can keep track of your bus kids there's, right. there's just no way yeah um, and, and if they're not supervised one of two things is going to happen either they're going to get hurt they're going to get lost or uh it's 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 a recipe for for disaster. For someone to get stitches, <laughs> which happened. Thankfully, but. it was my nephew. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so it, it could lead itself to chaos if you're not careful. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so when you encourage families to come, now we're encouraging to them to bring their own guardian, to bring someone that is responsible for them. And so now it's not us. We don't have the formalization of Sunday school classrooms at family day. So we don't have the crew that we normally have to, to watch these kids. And even yeah. if we did, how are they going to watch them yeah. in, in a mob? Yeah. Uh, but but now, if you bring somebody, you are responsible for them. You personally. So if Julian, you bring a kid, you have to watch them yeah. unless they bring someone that's qualified to watch them. Yeah. Like exactly. a guardian or a parent, which is why we love it for uh, bringing families. Yeah. So, I'm and, sorry. And so, so we weren't running the buses. Well, but we still encouraged. There was... Uh, so we're speaking of having that personal connection with people in the back well in the or in the in the uh history well okay so so kim had uh there was a couple families from colton where she always talked to them they were it wasn't just about hey let's come to church on sunday conversations only it was like one that was expecting a baby uh they would just talk about mom things you know raising kids and uh, you know there was one family where you know we all had that. We had a connection with them. Well, when family day came up, we invited them and they haven't been to church pre before COVID. Well, we had from Colton, 17 people come. That's so 10 awesome. of them were first time visitors, like never even been in our church before. So they had never come to Sunday school. Yes. Or ridden a bus, but they're willing to come to something different. Yep. One, but the relationship was established yeah. through Sunday school outreach. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Yeah. And there was like, like Leah's mom came and her aunt, I never met her aunt before, but she brought her aunt and then she brought her little nephew with her. And, uh, you know, there was, uh, Nisha who hasn't, she's been on a bus before, but she hasn't been back and she just had a baby and stuff while well, she came on her own. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. Cause Kim went and she invited all of them. She texted them, did all that. And then they just kept coming. 
And I remember I saw one fat man. I was like, oh, look, they're here. Look. And, and then, then this was on their own, right? I don't think yeah, they even they ran all, a bus out there, right? No, they all drove on their own. And they all came and they were, and I remember we were just sitting there in church and Kim would get a text message and her phone would go off and be, hey, Kim's almost here. Can you go, can you go outside and go check for her? So I'm like, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? And they just kept coming and I'll sit down and I'll sit up and get my shoulder tapped again. Hey, someone else is here. Someone else is here. And it was cool. But I was like, how many are here? And I remember I was sitting there and I started counting. I was like, 17 people came by themselves. Like that it was amazing. 17 so. people came to a, a family day that could have very easily been, ah, this is a day that we don't have to do anything. Right. This is a day that, that we can just enjoy ourselves, have service, go hang out. And, and you know, there's, 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 there's a time. And I, I got to be careful here because I'm not downplaying that we need it too. Because right. we do need stuff like that. Yes. We need to make our own connections sometimes. But it didn't take away from your enjoyment of the day. No. no they even drove was, themselves. Yeah. You know, and, and honestly, like playing, like, you know, Ruben came and uh his uh someone picked him up though but but uh yeah so he was there and uh we were playing volleyball together like that was cool you know and he was surprisingly good too <laughs> i was like you know i didn't you know it was fun you know like you know and it made that connection and and then he went to memorial day too he, yep. him and his brother and he brought his brother i don't know if you saw his brother there or not but he brought his brother to uh awesome. yeah to memorial day picnic that we had yes uh well, monday so you know, it was a fun-filled weekend, and like all these people came, and but we, but it all started where before we have that personal connection with them. You yep. know, we whatever yeah. it may be, you know, we we have relationships with them. We're not, we're, I'm not just expecting like, oh, you're a number for me on Sunday. I need to make sure my bus has X amount of people, or I'm a failure. You know, I was like, no, like I want you to come because you're my friend, and I want to see something happen in yeah. your life. Well, that's the difference, I think, between. Uh, good bus numbers and people that stick and are here after we're gone. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's all about connections. And you've said the key word there is being friends with them. Yeah. Um, and there's sometimes that you mentioned that it's hard for you to be friends with the younger ones. Right. Not that we don't try, not that we're not friendly, not that we don't try to be relevant as much as we can be with some topics. Um, uh, you know, like, like, <sighs> I use this 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 uh, analogy, not analogy, but I use this example all the time. But like when fidget spinners were in, like I learned everything I could about fidget spinners, right? Because um, that was really the only thing I could talk to some of these kids about. Nothing else. Yeah. Like I don't know anything about their movies. I don't know anything about their school. I don't know. I mean, I try to talk to them, but you. Know, but but if I can find one thing they're in, interested in and be knowledgeable about it enough to carry on a conversation, I think that we can actually establish a connection there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there's a girl on, uh, one of the buses, Jayla, right? And you and Kim were trying to get her to a Bible study for a long time. Now she came on the bus, but we were trying to get that other connection, right? Yep. And it wasn't working out. Just wasn't. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, how, what broke, what changed things? So, uh, we, we would try to do a Bible study or, and we're trying to just hang out with them, but it was like, you're, you're, she's like 14 or maybe 13. She's just really young. We're trying to like do something. And, and this is Julian trying to. Julie to you know, oh, no, no. This is their family. Yeah, as a family. <laughs> we're making you know. this super clear for anybody that's. Right, right. Yes. Reading. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, because so my kids are way too young for her. And then me and Kim, obviously, we're just way too. So we're like, we need to get her hooked up with someone, but she's so shy. So we can't just go, like, hey, go meet someone. Because that's not going to happen. You know, we, we would try to find someone her age. And in that age, girls. Even boys, they, they get all like shy and awkward with each other, and I'm like, okay, we need to we need to figure this out. Even if we have to kind of like, kind of force it to happen, but not in a rude way. So, but anyway, there was two girls that stepped up. It was Sarah and Erica. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Erica Toronto and Danae Reichard. and we were like, how, how old are they? They're 13, 14, 15, somewhere so, between there. Yeah, they're in that that yeah. er, that early teenage, that that age of where you could say. I'm too young yeah. to do anything, um, but obviously you're well, not. And I remember I was like, hey, like, there's this girl, we've been bringing her, I want you guys to meet her and say hi. You want me to go say hi? Like, yes, just go. And it was like, it was like, no, I don't know how, I'm so awkward, brother Julian, I don't know what to do. I'm like, 
just go say hi and be awkward with her. I don't care. Like, just go do it. You know? And I was trying to like, just really encourage them. And then they finally did it. They talked and they started like kicking things off. And then before you know it, they had a Bible study scheduled. They're hang- they, uh, they pick them up from Monday night youth prayer. Um, I mean, they started, you know, it just they started making that connection with them. And now... When Jayla comes to the Sunday school, she's looking for Erica and Danae just to go and, you know, make that connection with someone. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, friends, relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that brought her into that second level of, of I guess we'll call it discipleship, even though uh, it's just rela- a, a relationships. So she rode on the bus. Now she's in a Bible study. Now she's going to youth prayer. Now she has friends in the church. Yep. Now there's all of these connections that are pulling. And if she decides, I don't want to go to that church anymore. She's severing not one tie, but many different ties. And it sure makes it a whole lot more difficult. Now, we're not out to create emotional turmoil. That's not what I mean. But we are trying to get them connected to God in every way imaginable. Where, When that decision comes, is this the life I want to lead, living for God or not? That it is. We don't want it to be a hard decision. We want it to be an easy decision on God's side. Where who would want to walk away from that? And of course... We're not downplaying the power of God and the, and, and the goodness of God and all that, but but sometimes uh, you know we we know we know this, and if he hears this, um, whatever we'll clear it up later. But there's a guy in our church, Yvonne, that mm-hmm. loved our church, loved God, loved what he felt, but didn't have friends, and so was ready to leave. Yeah. And until but, people reached out, he felt like he didn't belong here. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, but that's huge. That's not you know, and I know we said Yvonne, but what about? For myself, yeah. even, you know, like, you know, there was a time in our life where, you know, a lot of my family was going through their stuff and, you know, there's backsliding going on and everything. But because I was involved in Bible quizzing, I had friends, you know, and on all these different things that kept me tied in. You know, so I know on a personal level, it works. Even if they begin to just, Jayla may one day not like riding the bus no more. It may not be her thing. It's too loud. It's hot. Whatever it may be. But she just wants to get through that to get to Erica and Danae. Cool. You know, at least there's still that tie. But, you know, and I know she loves the bus still. She has a blast. And, and our bus unit has AC. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> that's but. awesome. Yeah. So connections, um, bringing them to events yes. that the church has. Yeah. So our, our church, like every other apostolic church, it, is just crazy busy there's always something going on always something whether it's mit which is men in training daughters of zion which is for the young kids whether it's uh, youth events uh the in group the fabulous 40s the goodness yeah. they just All never ends stuff. yep um there's it, there's events every week there's something that can that can happen every week and then we're doing these fellowships as well so we have once every two or three weeks, we'll have a fellowship at one of our houses where we invite people over. Um, and it's just to, again, yep. get to know them outside to know them. Yeah. of the church. Yeah. Uh, and just all those different groups. There's even one lady on our bus. Now, she drives herself a lot. She's a lot older than us. She's grandma. You know, I think she, uh, you know, she's older. So I was like... Me and Kim aren't going to make that connection. I mean, we're nice, and she loves us. And she, she, I remember she was like, "Oh, you guys are like angels to us." And then she, they asked if I was the pastor. I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm just, I just ride this bus. That's trust me. You don't want me doing that." But they, uh, I hooked up with Sister Marcella, and her son came to family day. Never been to church yet. Came to the altar, was praying and crying. He, he wasn't. You could tell there's a wall. He, you know, we we're going to work on that. You know, make that connection still, but. Um, he was up there praying and Sister Marcella it was the most beautiful they went and grabbed her and took her up to the front and they all prayed as a family like that was cool but when I remember when I brought her I was like I have to find Sister Marcella right now and I like hunted her down I was like Sister Pierce where's your mom <laughs> hey Brother, uh, uh, Brother Thurman where's your wife at They're like, she's on her way what's going on <laughs> you know I was like they need to meet her so well and people like her are so key People in, in the church that can connect with people and will maintain that connection on their own. Oh, yeah. They have their numbers and stuff. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's one thing for us to bring them to church. It's another thing for, you know, we can't, it's tough for us to simultaneously to connect with as many people as we bring. Yeah. So, you know, if we bring you know, 120 kids or people or adults or whatever family, 120 people, 
now we have <laughs> that many people that need connections yeah. and, and I don't care how hard we try. We can't do that. You have to divide <clears throat> and conquer. You can't do it yep. all yourself. That's why like I, you know, like I'll get other girls on our bus, the bus workers that are much younger and I'd be like, Hey, get that girl's number. You know, if you don't have a phone, use your mom phone to text her and whatever you got to yep. do, you know, just yep. say, hi, how are you doing today? It doesn't have to be a long conversation. Just check yep. in. That's it. So at our church, we have uh, Monday night youth prayer followed by basketball and volleyball. So that's a real good one for basically anybody 10 and up, yeah. 10 to 30 would, would fall in that in that range. Um, we have uh, all kinds of youth trips that we can take them on. Um, a junior we, camp coming up. Ooh, speaking of, we got to get kids signed up like I, ASAP. I know. I'm working on some right now. So, so junior camp is... Uh, more of an investment than just time it's obviously cost some money um, but there's people in the church that are willing to sponsor um, so we're looking i'd love to see eight to ten bus kids go but we got to get this dialed in we only got yeah. three weeks left i know i, I so let, uh, this is note to self yeah. on a podcast uh we need to let all the bus captains know to yeah. start i will I'll say, yep I'm working on one boy right now. We are as so, well. So, but it's, you know, just making sure it's okay with the parents and everything else. Yep. So, yep. Send your kid away for a week for free. What? <laughs> In summer. Yeah. In summer. Free babysitting. Yeah. And, and they're going to have a ball. They're yeah, going to have the best will. time ever. Yes, they will. So, but yeah, um, that's, that's a personal goal for me this year is to take more kids to things like that. Junior camp, MIT. Uh, I, I just want to, Get the get those memories where their yeah. their summer. I don't want it to just be oh they were at their home all week long. They were on whatever social media. You know, even as young, really young kids, they're already on like those that that now TikTok, all those crazy things, and they're on it all day. Yeah, you know, and so I'm like, let's get them some memories at the church. Let's yeah, get bring and Monday night basketball is the easiest one. You want to come play ball? You know, like that's it. Who's gonna say no? Yeah, to that? you want to come play ball? Like it is that easy? Like you're not like, you know. Sometimes it's hard. Just to be honest, pulling for a Bible study. Yeah. You want to come do a Bible study? And they're like, oh, you know, they kind of, that's kind of a wall up. But instead, want to come play ball? Absolutely. Let's go play. Yeah. Just have fun. Yep. Just just have fun. Um, you said something earlier about uh, Gabby talking to pastor and saying, this is now my church. Yeah. And that's the goal of what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get these kids from visiting a church to this is my church. Yep. This is my church. Yeah. There's nothing like a better feeling than like I was talking to, uh, Makai. No, no, I'm sorry. Kalai's mom. And, uh, she's never came yet. She wants to, she, she said, just pray for me. You, you know me, you know me, pray for me. And I'm like, okay. But one day she's saying, yeah, I was driving down Bloomington and Kalai's like, mom, that's my church right there. Mm. Those are the best words to hear. Mom, that's my church. I she goes, yeah, it. I saw your, all the buses and everything parked outside. I'm like, oh yeah, that's our church. She goes, yeah, Kalai was telling me where it's at. That I was like, well, so you know, cool. come on down now. You know, so but we're working on that. Yeah. Praying about it. So, yeah, we, we, uh, we said this before, but I hate the term bus kids. I hate yeah, it. They're yeah. just kids. That, and for us, that's just a designation of how they are transported to the church. Right, right. It, it means nothing beyond that. Uh, but I want them to become just, just, just the kids of just the church. Kids of the church <laughs> yeah. That happened to ride a bus to get there. Which, by the way, children of praise, they're... they're they're hopefully they're scheduled to sing on the 13th yeah so children of praise for those who are listening is our our kids choir yes so we're trying to get our bus kids into the children's choir of the church so but the the thing is they only practice on wednesday nights and our kids come sunday mornings so we're i know we it's this month has been kind of weird because the family day and all that stuff we kind of missed a sunday but the uh the song they're singing is uh God is fighting for us, pushing back and the darkness. They know they, that, song. that song's already settled. Like they already know it, so we're they know the actions. So yeah. hoping on the thirteenth, we have a few kids that want to go up there and go sing. So we'll probably be singing that song on That's Sunday. That's awesome. I love so, it. Yeah, and I and it's gonna. I mean, imagine. Okay, this is just parents me. gonna want to come see it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's another thing. It's another outreach tool. Hey, yeah. guess what? Your kids gonna sing in church on Sunday. Just come on down. Come check that out. Then we'll bring you home afterwards. Whatever it may be, you know. Yeah. So. I love it. Anyway, yeah. But tying them in, getting them, them in, in. getting them right. in the children's choir. Uh, we used to have it 
not formalized in any way. We, we kind of would call it adopt a bus kid, meaning with the, the understanding that if every bus worker focused, especially focused on, on one, yeah, and, and that's the one that's going to go to every event that their parents let them go to. That's the one that I'm going to pay for to get to these different events. That's the one that, that I, it's my responsibility to see how many connections I can get yeah. them in the church. Um, and it's, 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 I love it where it's organic now and now it's just part of the DNA of a bus ministry. If you're involved, then it's kind of, a, it's just what you do. Yeah. You, 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 we know they ride the bus, but that's just, that's great. That's step one. But no Bible study is key. And then we got to get into, uh, you know, bringing them to all the other events. And yep. anyway, it's just so exciting. It is yeah. so neat. Yeah. The adopt a bus uh, kid. I don't, I don't know if that's official. We're going to call it or not, but that program, once, you know, we really get it rolling. Like I want to be able to walk up to a bus worker and be like, who's your hey, kid? Who's your kid? Is he here today? Why not? You know, and they should be able to have an answer. Either if it's just, Hey, he's out of town he's with his parent or he had to go. That's fine. But did you check up on your kid this week? Yeah. Or it's good. You know, whatever you know. I just want that connection. Or and it's nothing you usually have to force. If you're a good bus worker, there is a connection with these kids, not an unhealthy one. You know, the like the little Bubba on our on our yeah. on our route. He is the most likable kid in the world, and, and it's just okay. He's going to junior camp. Yeah. If his if his stepmom and, and stepdad let him go, he is he's going to going. junior camp. Yeah, absolutely. I'll pay for myself. I don't care. He's he's the obstacle yeah. will not be me. Yeah, and going, you know, and it's just a bus worker. You know, sometimes they're like, "Oh, I don't know what to say." You have friends, right? I mean, just talk to them like he's your friend. Yeah. If you can't think of, write down five questions that you could talk about every single day, every single Sunday on the, you know. I, I use this to help our, our our bus team sometimes. The the acronym Fish F for family, I for interest, S for school, and H for hobbies. If you can't talk to a kid about one of those four things. Then, yeah. Then something's not right. I you mean, know, kids want to talk about family and school and the video games they play. I mean, they, some of it may not be your interest. I'm not interested in those puppets. Have you seen those things? They're ugly. They're I weird. I don't like them. They don't make sense. I'm like, this is all you. I'm like, so what do you do with them? They're like, you push it. And then what do you do? You flip them around. You push them again. I'm like, that's it. They're like, yeah. And I'm all. And you bought like seven of them. How much are they a piece, you know? And I'm like, and that's all, but I, I had to act like they're the coolest thing ever. And I'm like trying to see who could do it faster or whatever, you know? And I'm like, okay, your turn. I, oh man, I beat you by three seconds. You know, your turn now, you know, or whatever. But I'm, I remember when I'm like, this is so weird, you know, in a way though. But at the same time, that's what he likes and that's what he wanted to talk about. So that's what we're going to talk about. So yeah, as long as it's appropriate, talk about it. <laughs> you yep, know, yep. so that's the key. Try to find something appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, uh, I'll play a game on our bus, and this is a great way for me to connect with them. Is first of all, I want to learn all their names. Then I have to learn their birthdays, and I have to remember this till the next week. If yeah. I don't, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Um, but mainly, what I'll do is I, when they first get on the bus, I'll ask their name, I'll ask their birthday, and I'll ask their favorite color. And then if I once I get to know them better, I'll find out their favorite subject in school, if they have a pet, yeah. and I have to memorize all this stuff. And if I don't remember it all when they get off the or when they get back on the bus to ride home, they they'll they'll ask, okay, what about me? What about me? What about yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And if I can't remember, I owe them a dollar. Oh, I got yeah. to pay them a buck. Yeah, I, it's funny. I, I haven't done the money part yet, but I try that too. Where I do the whole, okay, what's your favorite science? Or what's your favorite subject? What's your favorite? You know, and I try to do that too. The kids love it, and they're like, come on, like, you know. Then it's and you think you can't do it because you have a bad memory, dude. I I have a terrible memory, yeah, but well, you just, can wrap it around and stuff. Oh, oh. February 30th, uh, you're a Valentine kid. Okay, yeah. uh, perfect. Okay, you were born on December 30th. Okay, New Year's, New Year's, New Year's, New Year's, New Year's, New Year's. Okay, cool. Uh, New Year's, and your favorite color is green. Okay, you're a green New Year baby. Okay, yeah, perfect. See, I can remember yeah, this. Yeah, it's something to just make a and weird I, And I make it funny where they think it's funny. Yeah. And then later they'll, they'll try to tell me their favorite color was actually orange. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, can't change it. No, no, no nice try. Yeah. I'm paying yeah. you a buck. Yeah. But it's goofy and silly, like you said, but it's a relationship and it genuinely does work. It, it works. Does. Yeah, it works. So. And even a, a goofy guy in a funny suit making balloons and yep. 30 years age <laughs> distance yeah. can still make a connection. Yep. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, I think we've we've covered that topic. Is there anything else on that that we haven't talked about that, that we need to? Uh, no. It's honestly just making sure that connection is made on yeah. the bus. That's yeah. it. So. That's the difference between having a bus ministry and a bus ministry changing your church. Yeah. Bef- okay. That's the difference between babysitting and, and uh, being a uh, soul winner. Yeah. It really is. Otherwise, yeah, you you can be just wasting your time. I don't like the idea up, of picking up them. people just so they can just come play and then take them back home. I want no. I want you know, and there's something that I'm really as myself, and I'm also trying to make sure everyone else understands is our bus ministry is not about just picking up kids. Oh, absolutely! It's about picking up the kids and then winning the parents. And then making, then winning we, the grandma, the grandpa, after, or whoever. We go after the kids as a handle into the home. All it is and is just, just a, a, a way to reach the house. Yep. Um, it, it, yeah. All, and, and and I'm not going to say names because they're learning. But they came back and they're, oh, the kids aren't here this weekend. Oh, did you invite the parents? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, come on, like we're not just reaching. You know, be like, hey, cool. Hey, that's what we're going to be here tomorrow. Um, Oh no, I'm not gonna. My, my kids are gonna be with their dad or whatever it would be. Okay, cool. You want to come? Hey, come check it out. You know, Absolutely. like it's it's not. It doesn't just like oh man, you don't have kids in this home. Fine. It, even when we do outreach, like I don't like to like look just for toys in the yard. Yeah. I've knocked the door to some older lady that's living by herself now. And I'm like, you want to come on bus? I'll pick you up. You come with us. You know. Yep. And I just I'll, I'll try to do whatever I can to protect her and not yeah put her away from all the balloons. Like okay, guys. She doesn't want a balloon. Don't make her a balloon, please. Especially one <laughs> whacking the back of her head. Yes. <laughs> so let's try not to pop them. So anyway, but I, we reach for everyone, you know, and we're not just reaching Absolutely. for the kids. So. In fact, I've found a really good line that works, especially when I've knocked a door two or three times. They're like, hey, you know, we don't have kids. I'm like, okay, here, I, I've told you about our church. It, I'm, I, I'm not exaggerating saying it's the best church you'll ever go to in your life. But if you want me to stop knocking on your door, just come one time. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Just show up. And if you don't like it, I promise you I'll never bother you again. Yeah. I say that all the time. Say, so if you don't like it, you tell me to stop, to leave you alone. And I promise you I'll never bother you. I'll never ask you to come to church one more time. But try it once. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard for them to say, well, I, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of just settles the, the deal. I, I promise I'll leave you alone. Just come one time. One time. Just give it one chance. Okay. And uh, I, I do tell them that if you do, you will be coming back. But, yeah, it's, but, it's a lot of fun. That's what, yeah. you know, it, especially with me now, I'm trying to start a new route in Muscoy. Yeah. I'm knocking doors. They have no idea who I am. I'm like, yep. just come check it out. You will have a blast. You will have a ton of fun. If you don't like it, don't come. And usually, you know, it's like, it's just getting to get to know us as people. They're like, who are these people knocking on my door? You know, and I, I never make it that approach where I'm only coming for your child. I'm coming for all of you guys. Because if not, that's weird. I'm not, you know, I'm coming for all of you. Like, not just, hey, I see little the little girl in the background. You guys want to come? So, yeah. No, I'm not. No. All, guys, come to church with us. It's basically, it's the way I say it. And then I would be like, and then I always promote what all the kids have. And then when they ask what we have for adults, I'm like, well, there's adult Sunday school. There's a be free program that once a new conference class gets going again, there's that, you know, like there's all kinds of things you could do. My Spanish is so bad. Oh, it's I so know. bad. I have, but I have a phrase that I use. I need to learn it. <laughs> well, it's really bad. And I know, I know the, the accents wrong. The words are all wrong, but they can kind of figure it out. You know, just tell them about escuela, the in the lighthouse, you know, it is as, uh, every, every Sunday morning I'll go on and on about just how unbelievable it is. But I always say it's por niños y adultos, todo familia. <laughs> so I say it's for kids, it's for adults, it's for the whole family. That's and that way it's not, you know, it's not just me. Tristan was trying to teach us on our last outreach, and oh. I was like, "You know, what? I think I'm gonna ask your dad first. <laughs> well, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> so, well, because we were working on it, and we were going on outreach, and we were going to Muscoy. It's a lot of Hispanic community and a lot of Spanish speaking. And uh, I've actually had um, where we made connections, and I was doing phone, and I was calling them, and I was trying my best. Hello? Oh, she hung up. <laughs> They hung up on me every single time. But I have people who I forward their numbers to, yeah. whether Marcos or whatever. Like, hey, can you please talk right. to them for me and see how they're doing? But anyway, but on our way out to outreach, um, Tristan was trying to teach us some of the stuff. I was like, Tristan, 
I don't know. Like you're scaring me. <laughs> like I, I think I'm gonna ask. The, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit more research before Definitely I try. Definitely do research. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I just know Escuela Dominical, <laughs> basically Sunday school at exactly. the Iglesia. At the end. Of I the think that's what she was trying to say, but it didn't sound like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just repeating what I was told. So I hope, I hope someone was nice <laughs> that's to me. That's funny. So. But yeah, uh, anyway, I think that's that's a, a great topic and a great place to focus for this podcast is is how do we keep the kids coming even if they come to a terrible Sunday school class? How do we keep the kids connected to the church? Yeah. Um, first of all, make a relationship with yourself and them. Make a relationship, a connection. Yeah. Connect them with other people in the church. Take them to events. Bible studies yeah. and uh, let God do the rest. Another thing I'm really big on, on, I try to encourage the bus kids to do is take a kid to your house. If, if the parents are okay with it, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. obviously get permission and everything. Take a kid over to your house. Like we bring them over and it's never filled. Now I don't have this huge old crazy home, but they walk in there like your home is so beautiful. And I'm like, and, but it's, where they come from, though, it, this is the most beautiful home they've been in. And another thing is that it needs to be a peaceful home. They don't always come from a home where there's peace. And sometimes even something as simple as like, hey, we're going to eat, food's ready, let's go eat at the table. That may be foreign. And, you know, they usually they just eat in front of the TV or whatever it may be, you know, or they sit on the floor. But having just a, a, a home, a family, to where in their mind now, they're like, this is what I want. Yeah. And, I, and when they want it, they're like, if you yeah. want this, yeah. you need to stay in the church. This is where you're going to get it. And I learned that from listening from Brother Ray Munoz's podcast. The, he did a couple of them with uh, some of the Contreras um, family. I think actually one's the Bible Quizzing Coach from Redlands. Uh, she did a podcast with them. And she talked about, like, when I was a young youth and I would go over to Pastor Wilma's house and I would, um, you know, whatever it may be. And she goes, just the peace. And she goes, and I remember I wanted that. So for me, I try to do the same thing. Hey, you guys want to come over? You know, if, you know, obviously it's all done correctly, you know, parents' permission, you know, sure. all appropriate. So, but um, yeah, just you know, sometimes you got to make yourself vulnerable. You got to make yourself uncomfortable in inviting someone into your home that you don't know how they're going to act, you don't know how they're going to, yeah. You know, you know it, 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 it can be a little intimidating until you've done it. And until then you realize that's oh, not really that big a deal yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but making that first step can be. Um, and you mentioned something before I meant to touch on. You said that, that one of the parents had, had asked you guys for financial help. Yeah. Um, that will happen, guys. Yep. If you're in bus ministry, that's a, that's a part of it. And I don't ever ask the church to help them out. Yeah. <clears throat> that's just me. Maybe I'm wrong doing that. I don't know. But the church, that either I'm going to help them or, or we just, you know, some, sometimes. Okay, let me put it this way. Um, you have to be able to read in between the lines. Are you, are they asking for the right reason? Right, okay. Right, yeah. You, you have to know the situation well enough. Um, and, and I've, I've paid somebody's water bill before on our bus. Right. You know, we, yeah. we do stuff like that. Um, I didn't ask the church to do it. Um, honestly, I was having trouble paying my water bill at the time. Right, yeah, <laughs> I was afraid exactly. to tell my wife that I just paid this guy's water bill. Uh, but I knew it was the right thing to do because he had never asked and you could tell it was killing him to have to ask. It wasn't like he was looking for a handout. It was just like, you're the only person I know I can ask. Yep. And so, yeah, we're more than happy to, to do that when it's when it's right. Now, you, know, you, you can't help everybody and do everything you'd like to do. I mean, we just don't have that kind of resources. But um, it's, it's being smart, you yeah. know, and, and some of it you may not ask for, you know, you may just need guidance. Be like, hey, pastor, this is what's going on. What do you think? You know, I want to do this. I'm not asking for the church. I, I want, you know, how to handle it because you don't want to be snuck up on where they just asked you and they asked you and you, and it's all these five different people and everyone else just gave them 20 bucks also. Yeah. So there's just some type of, you know, well, and, and you recognize the situation, you get to know people and you know, if you're t- getting taken advantage of, yeah, you, you just, uh-huh. that's just pray about it. Be smart about it. You know, I've, I've learned from my dad, from watching him for many, many years is I've seen a lot of people take advantage of my dad. Because he's the most generous person I've ever met. And sometimes this is what's crazy. Is he knows he's being taken advantage of and doesn't care. Yeah. That's crazy. That, it is crazy. That, and I've watched him thinking, I want to be like that. I want to be... I mean, he, he, he's smart. He, he doesn't... He, 
there's some anyway he, he's the most generous person I've ever yeah. met in my life and I just like you know what I, I would rather err on the side of doing too much than too yeah. little I remember I, I read a book called Toxic Charity and it talks about you know like basically you're where you're enabling someone rather than you know helping them grow but at the same time like there's a fine balance and learning that sometimes is just through prayer you learn that through prayer you know and so the uh, you know and we, we want to be givers we, we don't want to just you know, you know so it's, but I like personally I like to give something rather than money so if you're hungry and food I'll go and buy you food I'll buy pizzas I'll take you to the house I'll, I'll go grocery shopping for you like whatever yep. it may be That's but good. I would rather yep. do it that way rather than money well just, paying somebody's water bill versus handing them a lot of money Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, different. Yeah. Uh huh. Totally different. So yeah, know. no, that's good. That's a very good point. Um, and I think we're we're about fifty five minutes in. Um, one thing I, I, I do want to mention two specific situations where I know that that doing stuff like we've talked about all day has absolutely changed not only a life but many but families and then God only knows how many families I'm going. First one uh, was my mom. So she was 10 years old. She was raised in one of those homes that we've been talking about. Um, in fact, we were driving through, of all places, Muskoy. This is years ago. And we were driving through there, and it was a real rough area. Real rough. And I remember, I don't remember who it was in the car. I said something like, oh, man, I'm so glad I don't live, live here. And my mom said, this is me. You guys are looking at me right now. This is how I was raised. I was in these homes. I mean, this is this is my life. This is yeah. where I came from. And it was, it was a moment where it was just like, wow, that was, that was my mom. Well, there was seven, seven kids. She was one of the seven. And there was a lady in a church that started picking her up for, for Sunday school. And if it wasn't for this lady picking her up, God only knows if my mom would ever have been in church. But this lady did what you guys have been doing, picking up these, these kids and making a relationship with them. Um, and so she picked her up every time she needed a ride. She did it with her older sister. Her older sister also came, got the Holy Ghost. Didn't didn't stick as much as my mom did, but it changed my life. Uh, my mom's life. Yeah. Married my dad. Here we are. Here's the church. You know, God only knows how many people were changed from that one lady giving that girl a ride. Exactly. Wow. And the other one was Sister um, Sister Wilmoth. Did you hear the the story Brother Wilmoth told about his wife? Um, he did it at SCC. Yeah, it's been a few years ago. It's been I a just, few years, I and, and I don't remember all the details either. But I do remember kind of like the, the 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 general part of it. Basically, there was a Sunday school teacher that really connected with her and would pick her up for church. I believe it was the pastor's wife. I think. I think. I think. I think. This is where the details are a little fuzzy. Long story short, though, is this lady moved many hours away, like two or three hours away. And would still drive and pick her up oh, from wow. two hours away. Would drive two hours one way to pick up Sister Wilma as a young girl, take her to their home, take her to church for the weekend, and then bring her back. And would do that. I don't remember the frequency. I don't. I don't think it was every week, but it was. It was frequent enough to change her life completely. Yeah. And to this day, she says that's why I'm in church. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's not always it's not always you know uh, sunshine and roses when you're doing that too. Because sometimes you start picking them up, and we've had it happen where all of a sudden we're getting attitude. They're fighting with us. They don't like whatever choice we made, and you know, but we just love on them. We just yep. you know we do what we can, and they come back because that they do. You know, <laughs> it's you know it's just and it's funny because there's a lot of stories like out there with just bus ministry and you know winning trying to reach for kids that are in broken home don't expect them to call you yes ma'am yes sir you know whatever you know because they're gonna you know but you know you work through it you know and but the main thing just be a loving christian you know and they that's what they're gonna want and just make yeah. that connection make that desire for them want the church you know don't just you know and obviously sunday school is a great platform it's and it's great you know but our goal is to maybe have them one day teach Sunday school. Absolutely. You know, one day drive. You know, if I could make 15 bus workers out of my bus route, that, yep. that's amazing. You know, like yep. that's, that's what I want. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so if your goal is to have them there for Sunday school, Sunday morning, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. If your goal is to have everyone in your bus route in a, in a Bible study, you're going you're gonna to see some results. And if your goal is to see them 
connected and tied into the church, it's going to take a whole lot more work than just it picking is. them up on Sunday mornings. Yeah. But you'll see. But it's fun. It's oh, work, but it's fun. I'm not, it's yeah, worth I'm not, it. Not, yeah. not saying it's not worth every bit of it, but it, it is more work, but you will see results that you will never see. Yep. Just picking them up on Sunday morning. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Brother Julian. It's been about right at an hour. Um, and I don't think this is a wasted podcast at all. Uh, I think this is what it's all about. All about. This is what it's all about. Anyway, thank you guys uh, for joining us. Uh, If you have any questions or recommendations for things to talk about, send them to info at apostolicsundayschool.com. I had someone call me last week, um, kind of on the podcast, but they came to our seminar and they had so many great ideas. Um, of and it, it wasn't like they were giving me ideas. It was just like in our conversation, they were saying stuff that they didn't. Like this is awesome. Cool. We're gonna do this. Awesome. Uh, so I'm gonna try to get uh, maybe some other guest people on podcasts. I don't. I don't know how the technology is gonna work with all that, but uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. If I can get some outside ideas as well. That's cool. So awesome, guys. Thank you so much. God bless, and we will see you next week. Alrighty, Jesus bye. Name. bye.